Hi guys, this is your girl Wakeji Kamore and welcome to Reflections by Wakeji Kamore. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening depending on the time that you get to listen to this. Thank you so much for tuning in today and for staying with me in this Bible summary. Can you imagine guys, we're almost done with the book of Numbers. Just a few more chapters and we are done and dusted. <laughs> Remember if this podcast is good for you, it could be good for someone else so please share it with those that are closest to you. Today, we'll be covering Numbers chapter 31. And in this chapter, God commands the Israelites to attack the Midianites. So let's get into it. I'll be reading word for word from the message version. If you guys wonder why I keep switching the versions, I read the version that is easy to read, easy to understand, and easy to comprehend. <laughs> so that's why I keep I keep switching. All right, so this is what it says. God spoke to Moses. And he said, avenge the people of Israel on the Midianites. Afterwards, you will go to be with your dead ancestors. Oh, Moses has been told, this is your last battle. After that, you're done. You're going to die. All right. So Moses addressed the people. He says, recruit men for the campaign against the Midian to exert God's vengeance on the Midian. A thousand from each tribe of the Israelites to go to war. So a fighting force of a thousand from each tribe of Israel. That means 12,000 in all were recruited. Moses sent them off to war, a thousand from each tribe. And also Phinehas, son of Eliza, who went as priest to the army in charge of the holy vessels and the signaling bagos, like the horns and the trumpets, the holy horns and trumpets. They attacked the Midianites just as God had commanded Moses and killed every last man. Among the fallen were Evi, Rechem, Zur, Hur, and Reba, and these are the five kings of Midian. They also killed Balaam, son of Beor, with a sword. Do you guys remember who Balaam was? The false prophet who had tricked the, the Israelites into uh, sexual immorality and into worshipping uh, the idol god. So this is the day he dies. <laughs> The people of Israel took the Midianite women and children captive and took all the animals and herds and goods as plunder. They burned to the ground all the towns in which the Midianites lived and also their tent camps. They looted and plundered everything and everyone belonging to the belonging, everyone's belongings and people and animals. They took it all. Captives and spoils and plunder back to Moses and Eliza the priest under the company of Israel where they were camped on the plains of Moab at Jordan, Jericho. So Moses and Eliza, Eliaza, Eliaza, <laughs> and all the leaders of the congregation went to meet with the returning army outside the camp. Moses was furious with these army officers, the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds, as they came back from the battlefield. He asked them, What is this? You've left these women to leave? They're the ones who, under Balaam's direction, seduced the people of Israel away from God in that mess at Peor, causing the plague that hit God's people. Finish your job. Kill all the boys. Kill every woman who has slept with a man. The young women who are virgins, you can keep alive for yourself. So Moses sees this returning army and they have, like, they have come with these Midian women. And he's like, why did you bring this, these women here? These are the same women who seduced you guys and made... God so angry that a plague hit you and 24,000 people died on that day. So Moses is like, no, finish your job. Kill these women and only leave the, the, the virgins. All right. So in verse 19, it says, now here is what you are to do. 
pitch tents outside the camp. All who have killed anyone or touched a corpse must stay outside the camp for seven days because laws are laws and this is how to purify yourself once you've become unclean. Purify yourself and your captives on, captives on the third and the seventh day. Purify every piece of cloth and every utensils, everything made out of leather, goat hair, or wood. Eleazar the priest then spoke to the soldiers who had fought in the battle. This is the ruling from the revelation that God gave Moses. Gold, silver, bronze, iron, and tin, and lead, and anything else that can survive fire must be passed through fire. Then it will be ritually purified. It must also be ritually washed in the water of cleansing. Further, whatever cannot survive fire must be put through that water. On the seventh day, scrub your clothes and you will be ritually clean. Then you can return to the camp. Then God said to Moses, I want you and Eliza, the priest and the family leaders in the community to count the captives, people and animals. Split the plunder between the soldiers who fought in the battle and the rest of the congregation. So the plunder, or rather everything that they took from the Midianites, is going to be split in half. Half of it is going to go to the army and half of it is going to go to the congregation. As in the rest of the Israelites, whether you fought or not, you're going to get something from this victory. That then tax the spoil that go into the soldiers at the rate of one life out of 500. Whether human, cattle, donkey, or sheep, it is God's tax taken from their half share to be returned over to Eliza, priest on behalf of God. Then tax the congregation half share at the rate of one life out of 50. Whether persons, cattle, donkey, sheep, goat, or other animal. Give this to the, to the Levites who are in charge of of the care of God's dwelling. So this is basically what he's saying. So let's assume they had 600,000, okay, 500,000 goats. So these goats are going to be divided into two. 250 of them, 250,000 of them is going are going to go to the army and 250,000 of them are going to go to the rest of the Israelites. And this is how they were to tax or rather to, to kind of pay some sort of tax or tithe back to God so that it can go to the priests and it can also go to the Levites. So for this army, uh, the, the half that goes to the army, you're going to tax um, out of like 500 sheep, one tax goes, one sheep goes as tax. So that means 250,000 sheep, if you are going to be given to the army, divided by 500, that means uh, 500 of them, 500 of the sheep will go to will go to the to the priest and then for this other for the half that was given to the congregation the bible says that they were to be taxed of 50 sheep one of them was good to go to the to the levites because the levites were many so that means 250,000 sheep divided by 50 that means 5,000 sheep was supposed to go to the to the levites so moses and eliza followed through with what god had commanded Moses. And then it goes ahead to, this is the part where, the, where I will summarize, it goes ahead to, to list down what was the plan. That there were 675,000 sheep, 72,000 cattle, 61,000 donkeys, and 32,000 women who were virgins. And then also the Bible continues to say how it was, how it was taxed. Of these things that were the plunder, how much of it went to the priest? And of these things of that was plunder, how much of it went to the Levites? And how much went to the congregation? And how much went to, to the army? And then also it continues, that is, I've, I've done like a summary there because there's a lot of numbers happening there. So it says, the military officers, commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds came to Moses and said, we have counted the soldiers. 
under our command and not a man is missing. We've brought offerings to God for the gold jewelry we got, amulets, bracelets, rings, earrings, and ornaments to make atonement for our lives before God. So the army, the army commanders counted the 12,000 soldiers that went and none of them was missing. So in return, they came to glorify God with their gifts. They came with gold um, and they came with gold jewelries that were amulets, bracelets, rings, earrings, and ornaments as to say thank you to God. So Moses and Eliza, the priests, received the gold from them and all the fine crafted jewelry. And in total, the gold from the commanders of thousands and hundreds that Moses and Eliza offered as a gift to God weighed about 600 pounds, all donated by the soldiers who had taken the spoils. So Moses and Eliza took the gold from the command, commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds and brought it to the tent of the meeting to serve as a reminder for the people of Israel before God. Right, so there's a lot to learn from this chapter. But really, the thing that beats me or <laughs> defeats me is the fact that Moses is old, yet God is still instructing him to send him to send people to battle. Like you would think, you know, <laughs> that because he's old, that he would just be like chilling, chilling. You know, do, do, you, do you mean he will not be basking in the Maldives in his last days or enjoying his old age, just hanging out with his age mates? In the shield reminiscing about their teenage lives like you mean moses is still at war like he's still commanding people he's still sending people to war even at his old like guy is about to die yet he still has so much to do so the thing is as a believer i sometimes think that we will come to a place or rather i will come to a place where i have matured in faith and i finally can engage autopilot and just cruise into heaven <laughs> Unfortunately, that is not the case. There is no point in a Christian life where the devil is not trying to make us not believe that God loves us. There's no time that will come in our Christian life where we will not be fighting to keep the faith. There's no, no, this is retirement. Ah, we can just chill, stretch our legs and just sit at the, you know, at the, <laughs> at the loft and just cover ourselves with blankets as Christians. There's no such a time. There's no place where you can say i've matured enough i'm no longer doing battles as a christian like i'm done you guys there's no single time where as a christian we will not be fighting to keep the faith but be encouraged that in the same chapter in verse 48 the bible records that the leaders of the armies came to moses and they told moses that we your servants have counted our soldiers and we have not missed any of them as in, what is the likelihood of going into battle and not losing even one soldier? Not even one soldier. That can only have taken God's hand. That can only be God's doing. You see, the thing is, God doesn't promise smooth sailing, sun basking, <laughs> soft life in being a believer. But he promises that victory. He promises us victory for every battle that we face. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 says, But thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumphant procession. Thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumphant procession through Christ. And then he uses us to spread his knowledge everywhere like a sweet-smelling perfume. Then in short, it's saying, God always leads us in victorious parade. Like you guys, just imagine those days of the war. <laughs> okay, those days of 
kitambo of horses and people fighting and kings and whatever and how the army would come back in such a victorious parade after they had won a battle that is exactly how god leads us every single time in triumphant procession in victorious parade through christ and then he continues to use us after that he uses us to spread his knowledge everywhere like a sweet smelling perfume then we have psalms chapter 34 verse 19 i actually like the amplified version of this uh, verse psalms chapter 34 verse 19 it says many hardship and perplexing situations or circumstances confront the righteous but the lord rescues them from them all rescues him from them all let me repeat that it is many hardship and perplexing circumstances confront the righteous but the lord rescues him from them all like <laughs> as as a believer have you had perplexing circumstances let me tell you what perplexing means it means confounding confusing bewildering yani circumstances are just leave you like at what again are we doing who is, again is this god perplexing circumstances will confront you as a righteous person as a believer but the lord promises to rescue us from all of them the battles will be there the hardships will be there and even perplexing confusing bewildering circumstances will confront us but thanks be to god that he always leads us in victorious parade and thanks be to god that he promises to rescue us every single time and may all all our victories that we experience in this life bring us to a place of glorifying god and making him known everywhere like a sweet smelling perfume this is your girl wakeji kamore and this has been Re- reflections by wakeji kamore